Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Very excited to have Ross Tucker, our friend, on the show, the host of the Ross Tucker football podcast. You can find it on Ross's social media, Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter, X, whatever the hell you want to call it. We'll talk about myfrontpagestory.com. Ross, also, you can hear on the NFL on CBS. He was on, I think, Titan Saints. So we'll talk about that game. Ross, what's up, buddy? What's up, Bill? How are you, man? Uh, you know, I'm good, dude. I, um, I'm not a Jets fan. I am not a super Aaron Rodgers fan, given the fact that I'm a Bears fan by sort of where I'm from. But, like, I think everybody else, Ross, just so bummed over that news and watching that game. Uh, you played the game. You can relate in a very different way than most of us to those sorts of moments. What was your reaction when it became clear that, that Aaron Rodgers' season was, was likely over and now is over? Yeah, like sick to my stomach. Le- legitimately sick to my stomach. A um, couple different reasons. First of all, it just sucks getting hurt. For so many reasons. I mean, number one, it hurts, right? It physically hurts. But then you know all of the time and effort and energy that you put in for this season, and not just for Aaron, but really for the entire team. And and you know that it's, you know, I don't want to say a lost cause, but you know that it's not going to be the same without him. So um, and it's weird, Bill. I feel like Aaron became a lot more like likable with the Jets. You know, I, I, I don't think he was overly well liked by a lot of people um, in Green Bay at times. But him going to the Jets and you know he's going to the Knicks games and the Rangers games and Broadway shows and the U.S. Open. He basically was doing exactly what I would do if I was Aaron Rodgers in thirty-nine and single and moving to New York City. I mean, like it was. <laughs> And I think he was kind of becoming like, okay, you know, I kind of like this guy. I like the new Aaron Rodgers. And then hard knocks and all that. And then right when all that's like at its peak. And I think the last time I was on with you, we talked about the fact that I can't ever remember a team and maybe even a player on a team coming into a season as hyped up as the Jets and, and, the, and Aaron Rodgers. It's just very, very, very deflating for everybody involved. I mean, obviously the Jets, their fans, it's just horrible. They had so much hope. And even the NFL, I, I mean, I tweeted this yesterday, Bill, at Ross Tucker NFL, Goodell looks prescient for pushing for the expanded flex scheduling now because yeah. they've got the Jets in so many 
high-profile spots that that just people don't want to watch Zach Wilson, right? I mean, hopefully he plays better and hopefully he plays well, and that'd be great. But, you know, I don't think anybody is really expecting that. And I think it's good that the Jets can get out of of some of those some of those games or the NFL can get out of some of those games. Ross, let's let's dive into that because I think I'd like to think that largely human nature people want to see people be successful and I'm not a Jets fan but but my heart goes out to that fan base. We saw the Jets win that game. The defense is obviously very very talented. You want to see people like Zach Wilson turn their careers around and and nobody in the aftermath, the immediate aftermath of an injury like the one that Aaron Rodgers suffered, wants to proclaim, well, the Jets are screwed. But we have an NFL season to play. It ain't easy even when things are going well. Are they screwed, Ross? Do you you see any scenario in this AFC with Zach Wilson, a quarterback, where you think the Jets can legitimately, let's just say, make the playoffs? No, not really. I really don't. I mean, I, I think the AFC is probably too deep. And we'll see how Zach Wilson looks Sunday against the Cowboys. But I didn't see enough, certainly, uh, Monday night to feel like he's vastly improved from what he was. Now, maybe if he stays healthy and, you know, maybe with the weapons, I mean, Brees Hall is so good. Garrett Wilson is so good. They, They had an unbelievable draft last year getting those guys and I, I can't believe how well Brees Hall's already come back from that injury, but um, I, I just don't. I mean, I think they're probably a middling team. I mean, even if Zach Wilson is better than he was last year, they're still he, he'd have to be a lot better for them to be a playoff team in my mind. Ross Tucker uh, here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Ross, right or wrong, we are huge Dolphins believers and Tua believers on the show uh, I know it's one game it's one game and I, I don't expect the Bills to turn the ball over Josh Allen to turn the ball over four times a week but but based on what you thought you knew coming in and what, what you saw over the course of the weekend where are you on the Dolphins belief scale or not for this season yeah a little bit higher than I was um, I, I, I thought they had a good chance to win the division until Jalen Ramsey went down. I don't really anticipate him coming back this year. I think that's significant. And I did think that that was a factor and, and not a good one when you watch them play against the Chargers, not having Jalen Ramsey out there. But the offense is just so good. And somebody showed me examples of, of Tua, you know, doing a better job when he goes to the ground of kind of protecting his head and rolling with it and all that stuff. And let's hope he stays healthy, but it's funny, Bill, because I have Greg Cosell, like the NFL films legend on, on the Ross Hucker podcast every Thursday. And you should just hear him talk about Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins offense. And yes, Tua is a part of that. But remember Tua had a couple years, you know, where we saw what he could do before Mike McDaniel got there. It is like poetry in motion. It, it is, it, it's just everything is timing and rhythm, and it all is like seamless and beautiful. I, I think Mike McDaniel is, I don't know, off the top of my head, top five brightest offensive minds in the NFL. And they've just done such a great job of giving him Tyree Kill, and you have Waddle to go with the, what, what, what Tua is. You know, he's not a, like a power thrower. 
He's a timing and anticipation and accuracy guy. And so that's coaching, right? Like coaching is what do we have? What are they good at? Let's let's maximize that. Ross Ackerman on the show. Ross, I um I have known Mike Vrabel's agent and have been I guess friends is the word with, with him for almost 20 years, going back to my newspaper writing days when, when I did a story on one of his clients. And I can remember him talking to me, and he's one of these no-nonsense guys, about Vrabel and about how great he thought he was. And, and so I've probably been drinking that Kool-Aid for, for a long time. I'm, just, I'm a Vrabel fan. You were on that Titan-Saints game. I don't think there's a lot of optimism outside of maybe that, that area for the Titans this year, certainly given their quarterback position. Is there anything you saw from either of those teams when you run that game for, for CBS that makes you think they can be better than most of us are expecting? Well, first of all, I was teammates with Vrabel 05 and 06 and went against him a bunch of times before that in Buffalo. And uh, he's, he's a really good coach. He's just a very impressive guy. I think so much of it is just being authentic and genuine to who you are, and that's exactly what he is. Um, it's going to be hard for them to win if Tannehill plays like that. I mean, it just is. I mean, he threw three picks. A couple other ones could have been picked off. Some of it was just not being on the same page with DeAndre Hopkins. Some of it was actually trusting Hopkins too much and just, like, throwing it up for grabs because, he, you know, in training camp he was telling me that Hopkins made some plays in contested catch situations. But, I mean, you can't throw it up when there's two or three guys there. Um, but I would say more concerning than that, though, they had two wide-open touchdowns that Tannehill missed. Down each sideline, one to Oconquo, the tight end, one to Spears, the running back. I mean, Tannehill really, really hurt them. That was a very winnable game. I still think they have a chance in that division, but it's fascinating because this, this Titan season could go really one of two ways, right? Like if Tannehill plays better, I could see them winning the division, you know, and, and maybe being able to make some noise in the playoffs. But if he plays like he did against the Saints, it's like how quickly till people start calling for Malik Willis or Will Levis or somebody else because it's the last year of Tannehill's contract anyway. And then for the Saints, I feel pretty decent about them, you know, being in this thing till the end in the NFC South. I mean, they might even be the favorite in my mind. I thought Carr, for his first game with a new team and a new system, really looked pretty darn good. He did look good. Ross Tucker here on the show. Ross, when you were playing, especially as you as you became a veteran and had some perspective, how did you how were you affected by really good opening week performances, let's say like the Cowboys, though they're not the only one, or really underwhelming ones, like maybe the Bengals? Is it easy not to get caught up one way or the other in the first week of a marathon? I think the longer I was in it, the more you realize you got to take that, those, those games more than any other on the entire schedule with a grain of salt. I mean, my third year, Bill, I was playing for the Patriots. I mean, the Bills, we beat the Patriots uh, 31 nothing, Like, we killed them, right? And it was – we were on cover of Sports Illustrated. We were like the darlings of the NFL. We won the next game by a lot. And I'm like, sweet, I'm on a great team. Finished 6-10. and 10. You know what I mean? Like – I think week one, because especially when there's new personnel, you know, new players, new coaches, new coordinators, you don't have any tape on some of these guys. Week one, I don't want to say throw it out, 
because I think like what like the Niners did and some of these teams did is 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 super impressive. But I do think, you know, you don't really have a good feel for any of these teams until like the first month of the season. And I would argue that week one tells us the least of any game the entire slate. Uh, Joe um, Burrow obviously had a underwhelming game, to say the least. Brock Purdy had a pretty impressive performance, Ross. Is that just Joe Burrow's going to figure it out and was rusty and, and Brock Purdy was the real deal? I mean, do you draw any conclusions from either of those guys based on what you saw? Well, so Burrow, I think, was definitely rusty. They're playing in bad weather. They're playing against a much improved Cleveland defense. And he's not 100%, you know, with this calf thing. But also remember, I think, they, you know, they lost their first couple games last year. I mean, they lost to the Steelers at home. They lost to, like, the Cooper Rush Cowboys. I mean, you know, the Bengals had their issues early last season as well. So I'm not getting too worked up about that, especially with Burrow still nursing the calf thing. The Purdy thing, I, I just think, is the, is, is the legit now. You know, like last year, you could be like, okay, we kind of went on a magical run and whatever, you know, but he's still Mr. Irrelevant or whatever. You know, to come back from that surgery and be able to play in the opener and then to play that well on the road in Pittsburgh, like I'm done. I'm done. This will be the last interview where I reference Brock Purdy's, like, draft status. He's just good now. He's just a good quarterback. I think he's thrown multiple touchdown passes in every start or at least regular season start. I mean, I'm over the draft status. I'm over that he looks like he's 17. He's just a good NFL quarterback now. Uh, Ross Tucker on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is sensational. You should subscribe, download, and listen. You can hear Ross on NFL on CBS games, and he is a part of myfrontpagestory.com, which if you don't know, and Ross is going to tell you about it, is a great way to give a gift to someone you love, or if you're me, make fun of a producer you like, but you got to bust his chops from time to time, Ross. Bill, it's the coolest gift I'm aware of. Anybody with an anniversary coming up, a birthday, I don't know, maybe it's a, a colleague, go to myfrontpagestory.com. Literally a writer writes a story about your wife, your mom, whoever you want to get it for. Framed, looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. I've seen so many videos now, Bill, of the women especially crying when they get it and they read it. It's just really, really cool. And then we have, we have like hundreds of pictures now of where the people have it hanging up in their house. So pretty cool to be able to give someone a gift that starts at like 50 bucks that they'll have hanging up in the house. Myfrontpagestory.com. Myfrontpagestory.com. Ross, uh, dude, it's so great to hear your voice, at least on this show. Amazing to have the NFL back. Great to hear you on, on C- Big CBS. And looking forward to having you on the radio show again very soon, my friend. Of course. Thanks for having me, Bill. Take care. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.